Welcome to the Holistic Hotties Podcast. I'm your host, Kat Mansfield, and I'm on a mission to help you feel good naked. Not just with your clothes off, but with your masks off. Completely you, completely naked. I want to help you fall so in love with yourself that you can't help but feel good naked. I'm a certified holistic health coach, meditation teacher, and yoga teacher traveling around the world to further satiate a curiosity for all things healing and true. Feeling good naked is so much more than eating healthily, the bubble baths, and the spa days. It's that deep sense of security, that deep sense of safety in your own body. Here, we're going to talk about how to overcome the roadblocks, the mindsets, the beliefs, and the self-imposed limitations that are keeping you from embodying the most radiant, holistically hot version of you. By pressing play, you're one step closer to feeling good naked. Let's do this. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Holistic Hotties. I am so happy you're here. I feel like every week I just get so excited to record and publish these, and it's just become such a fun part of my routine and honestly, like my healing process. I think this is episode 22, which is so crazy because that's 22 weeks of showing up of recording, of content, (laughs) which is pretty cool for anybody who has listened from the beginning, Nana, (laughs) or um, anyone who's tuning in, even for the first time this week. I'm so happy that you're part of this community. And I have big visions for this community. So welcome in. Today, I want to talk about something that has been unfolding over the last week or so, and just been a topic that I've been coming back to. And it's this notion of taking our power back when it comes to healing our body. And this is something that, you know, I've actually been having this conversation with a few people in my life just in the last week. And I think as more people are starting to get, you know, cold, it's change of season, you're noticing, or I'm noticing that a lot of people are feeling a little bit down and out, a little bit low energy, a little bit of fear around the ability to stay healthy, especially as a lot of people around them are picking up colds. And I was one of them. Like I got a cold last week, as we all know, and it was brutal. And every time you get sick, it's just that reminder of how much of a blessing it is to be healthy, to feel strong in your body and feel capable of healing. So today I want to talk about that, talk about how we can take our power back and truly empower ourselves to heal. And instead of giving all this power away to these external entities, coming back and sinking into the truth that our body knows how to heal. Our body is not meant to be in dis-ease. Our body is meant to be thriving, to be radiant, to be full of energy. Like We are meant to be on this planet to experience peace and radiance and thrive. Like we're not here to suffer. (laughs) That's just not the point of the journey. You know, that's the human condition because of our ego and because of our mind and our thoughts and our inability to be discerning. However, that's not why we're here. Like we are not here to suffer. We're not here to be in dis-ease. So coming back to that and using these mindfulness tools and practices to heal your body, albeit slowly, albeit it requires patience, it is so possible and it is so much more in our power and our control than I think anybody gives us permission to believe. So I want to talk about that. (laughs) Buckle up. Here we go. (laughs) The reason this is at the forefront of my mind for this conversation this week is because 
I recently changed my health insurance because I moved to Santa Cruz and well, the last five years, I just like didn't really have any because I was traveling around the world. So it was kind of just more like fingers crossed. Anyway, now I'm trying to be a responsible adult. And so I got health insurance. Blah. And so <laughs> they had me come in and do like a new patient. Welcome to the office. Get to know you. Let me take all your blood and ask you all these intimate questions about your sex life appointment. And as a result, I got all this blood work done and they called me last week with the results. If you've listened to previous episodes or even just my introduction episode, you know that I've been on my health journey, my healing journey for a few years now. My body just started screaming at me that we can't go on this way. Like everything was out of balance. The way I was living, you know, my lifestyle, emotionally, spiritually, like everything was out of whack. And so it really catalyzed this whole healing journey. And although it was an extremely painful chapter of my life, it is one that I'm so eternally grateful for because it catalyzed this journey. It catalyzed this awakening. It catalyzed coming into this new version of self. And I don't know how long I would have kept living the way I, I was living had I not encountered these health problems. Anywho, on this healing journey, I have made substantial progress in my body, not only in the outward symptoms that have pretty much gone away fully. I mean, healing is such a interesting process, right? It's never just directly up and to the right. It is roundabout, diagonal. Sometimes it feels like you've taken 10 steps forward and then in a couple of weeks, it's five steps back. And it's a very trying journey on your psyche, on your emotions, on your spirit, because you can't help but feel this fury <laughs> around why am I not healthy? I'm doing everything I can in this moment to be healthy, to live a healthy lifestyle, to choose a healthy mindset. Like I'm doing everything I can. Why is it not here yet? Why am I not healthy yet? And I think that's one of the most threatening rabbit holes to healing because it takes time. And if we're not willing to cultivate that patience, then it's easy to start resenting our journey, resenting our bodies and create this divide, create this separateness between self and the body. The body is doing this to me as opposed to this is my body and I am taking up every cell of it. Like I am taking up every millimeter of it with my soul. Like it is mine. It is my house. It is a part of me. Like it is an extension of my existence as self, as cat, as this esoteric soul that's come into this body. Like it is an extension of that. So it is in constant communication as to where we are off course, as to where we are misaligned, as to where we are draining energy and inhibiting ourselves from thriving. So I got this blood work done, they call me. And in the two markers that came back from my blood work that they wanted to just go over with me were one, I am extremely vitamin D deficient at the moment. <laughs> And yes, that makes sense because it's winter. However, I delve into that a little bit more and I will in a second. And the other one was my TSH levels. So it's a hormone produced by the thyroid were I think low. Yeah. Which means that I am hyper thyroid in this moment. My markers indicate that my thyroid is overactive essentially, which could just mean symptoms would include a quick heart rate, constantly being warm, anxiety, you know, just think about what it would feel like if you're kind of like a hummingbird, <laughs> you know, just like 
So those are the two markers that they wanted to discuss with me. And it's interesting in the past, if I had received that call and they told me these things were out of balance, these markers are quote unquote concerning, (laughs) I would have spiraled into fear of, oh my gosh, what does this mean? What am I doing wrong? How long do I have until I die? (laughs) You know, (laughs) like legitimately, especially because I kind of have a tendency to be a hypochondriac. So if anything's wrong physically, I'm like, oh my gosh, it is a matter of time before I'm dead. (laughs) So it was interesting in having this or being on the phone call that didn't happen. My whole body was like, oh, okay, this is great (laughs) because now there's some clarity around where I'm out of balance, where I could more wholly be aligned. Because to me, the majority of these symptoms, the majority of any kind of like root cause imbalance like this that comes back in blood work, very seldomly in my case, do I trace back to lifestyle these days. In the past, it definitely would have been lifestyle was a huge contributor. Now I feel so safe and true in the fact that I know I live a healthy healthy lifestyle. Like I know I live a lifestyle that makes me feel good. That makes me feel energized. I eat well. I move my body in a way that feels nourishing. I am working on resting more. I implement boundaries. I am very discerning and intentional about who I surround myself with and the energies that they have and how those affect me. And I communicate what I need. I feel my emotions. You know, like I know that my lifestyle is great. I love my lifestyle. So to me, these were indicators of, okay, where am I spiritually off balance? What could these physical markers, what could these physical cues be trying to communicate to self? Like, what is my body trying to communicate to me? Because we are a team. We are allies. The way I think about it, it's almost like my body and I are playing charades. My body's up there doing all these motions with its hands and two words, movie, you know, doing all the things. And I'm on the couch just like, is it this? Is it this? (laughs) Is it that? And my body's up there like, nope, nope. (laughs) And then when you get it, your body's like, yeah, you got it. And then you guys come together and then you're thriving and you're in this flow and you're balanced and you're, you know, just killing it. (laughs) And that does not like that state of just complete balance and that state of just perfect meshing, like puzzle pieces coming together. That is where we're meant to be, but we're also humans on this earth that are constantly being challenged and pulled in different directions and inundated with messages that may move us out of alignment and meeting people and circumstances and situations that pull on different wounds and different conditioning patterns that may bring us out of alignment. And so that's okay. It's another round of shreds. <laughs> and not every round of shreds is going to be so intense, but if we ignore our body on stage, if we ignore our our body when it's up there trying to communicate to us and we aren't giving it the presence, the attention of like, oh, are you acting out this? You know, like if we're not there listening, then eventually our body throws a tantrum. Eventually our body starts stomping and yelling. And so instead of waiting till it gets to that point, just keep playing this game of charades with your body and listening and fixing and moving more into alignment and being like, okay, thank you. Great round. (laughs) Great round, bud. You did great up there. 
you know, and just moving into that space of camaraderie and alliance with your body because it is yours and it is doing everything it can to help you thrive, to keep you safe. And so reframing that relationship to an alliance, to a tender camaraderie is step one. Like, what are you trying to tell me, baby? (laughs) Baby girl, what are you trying to tell me? And so when I got these markers back, the nurse on the phone automatically goes into, okay, so we have to get you back in right away to get more blood drawn. And then we're going to send you to an endocrinologist so that we can get you on medication starting as soon as possible. And at this point on the phone, I've already kind of tuned out because I'm like, huh, what does this mean? (laughs) And she's talking about, you know, getting medication and eradicating it with these pills. And, you know, at this point I'm like, okay, lady, no way. (laughs) Just in layman's terms, no way. I mean, I didn't say that to her. I said, thank you so much. Yeah. I will come back in as soon as I can, probably in the next couple of weeks. In my mind, I'm like, I'm not getting on medication. There's just no, hell will be freezing over before I get on medication <laughs> to eradicate these markers. There's just no way. And I like, it is kind of funny to me because no, in my mind, I'm like, I'm already Googling spiritual diagnosis of hyperthyroidism. <laughs> And again, I do want to make a disclaimer, anything you're feeling in your body, any symptom, it is never a, or I guess not never, but in most cases, it is not a singular remedy. Like it is a holistic approach. It is lifestyle. It is spirit. It is emotional. It is mental. It is a holistic approach to healing as opposed to just one Band-Aid or one supplement into your diet and it will work. Because even with vitamin D, yeah, I could go get a vitamin D supplement, but do I really think just taking a vitamin D pill that someone has manufactured is going to fix the problem right away? Like there's something bigger here, especially because I know that I prioritize getting sunlight. Yes, it's been winter, but I prioritize it as often as I can. So what that means to me is that it's more of an absorption issue. It's not that I'm not in the sun enough. It's not that there's not enough sun in California. Like people are existing in Toronto (laughs) where I used to live with very minimal sunlight for months and months and months. And yes, they also supplement with vitamin D, but to me, this rang more as an absorption issue. Like where am I not absorbing vitamin D? And same with the hyperthyroid. It's like, okay, what does hyperthyroidism represent in my life? Like what does being overactive, what does being in a rush represent in my life? Like where am I moving so quickly? Where do I want time to move so quickly? And so, you know, she's on the phone. She's like, let's get you in. And I'm like, yeah, 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 I'll call you back. (laughs) You know, I get off the phone. And then I've spent the last week or so since having that conversation with her, repositioning my mindfulness practices, repositioning the way that I place intention into my mindfulness practices and where I am now aware of these are my blind spots. These are where I was unaware. So like I said, I started repositioning my mindfulness practice and really would use my time meditation to listen. How are these physical symptoms a result of where I am out of alignment? Or how are these physical symptoms, divine communication from my body to self? So I just kind of sat in that question for days and then I had some breakthroughs. For one, like I mentioned, so being vitamin D deficient, I was thinking, I was laying in bed and I was just laying in this question of what could this mean in my life? Like why? How? (laughs) 
And it came through. Essentially, the sun is a huge spotlight on this planet. It is, it looks like a spotlight. It's big and yellow. It's warm. You know, it is a huge spotlight. And you can feel that when you turn your face up to the sun and you exhale and you feel the sensation of those prickling rays on your skin, it is a spotlight. You are beneath Earth's spotlight. And so as I was laying there, it just kind of came through as a download. I was like, oh, where am I not absorbing the spotlight? Where am I not receiving being seen? Where am I not allowing myself to be underneath the sun, underneath the light? Where am I not allowing myself to be exposed and completely visible to others? Because that's what a spotlight does. It lets you be seen. It lets people see you for exactly who you are unedited, despite what their reactions, their opinions, their comments, concerns, questions are about you. That's what it does. You are underneath the spotlight. And there's so much fear for the majority of us around being seen. There's so much conditioning to hide, to be smaller. So all this was to me, all this is to me is an invitation to absorb and receive being seen, to allow myself to be seen. And so Yes, I will be supplementing with vitamin D. Yes, I will be increasing my intake of sunlight and foods that are rich in vitamin D. And I will be placing this intention in my mindfulness practice, in my life. Where can I be seen more? Where am I hiding from the spotlight? Where am I hiding from the sun, essentially? And to me, that was just this huge breakthrough. I was like, woo, okay, I'll be healed within a week. <laughs> Not really, but you know, it, it's like when it feels so clear as to, oh, this is what it is. Like, this is what this translates to. It's like translating another language. Oh, okay, you just conjugate this verb and now it means this. <laughs> and when that comes through, it's this overwhelming just exhale peace. Your power is back. Like you are in control of your healing because it is a dance. It's that charades. It's that communication between body and spirit and self. And when we're listening, when we're willing to move in response to these communications, then healing is an option. Then healing with little resistance is possible because our bodies know how and our bodies want to. So when we bring our intention to healing in this moment right now and decide to heal in this next moment, you're setting that in motion. You're setting that intention. You're marinating. Your cells are marinating in that intention, in those chemicals, in those thoughts, in those emotions. And yes, it takes time, but it's then just a matter of time until we're back in alignment. So that was that breakthrough. And then like I mentioned with the hyperthyroidism, it's like, where am I rushing? And as I sat in that, that one was actually easier. That one was pretty clear <laughs> for me because I do operate that way. I get so passionate and so ready to move forward. Let's get there faster. Let's heal quicker. Let's have more breakthroughs. Let's pass more tests. Let's move through more obstacles so that I can get there faster, so that I can expand quicker, so that I can call in what I want now. And that's where the patience is. Like That's where the trust has to be of where I am right now is actually perfect. Where I am right now is in perfect ratio to the amount of expansion that I can hold, that my body and my psyche and my spirit have the threshold for in this moment. And that will grow as I grow. But in this moment, 
this is the pace that it's moving and it's perfect. And if you trust that everything you're calling in, that all of the healing, all the breakthroughs, all the tests are coming in the perfect time to get you to where you want to go, to get you to where you know you are going, then okay, exhale, let it be right now. Let it be at the exact pace at which it's moving because it's perfect. When you are taking the aligned action, when you are consistently choosing you, when you are consistently showing up for your practices, discerning who you spend time with, discerning the energy that you marinate in and around, if that's the way you're living, if that's the way you're operating, then the pace at which everything is moving is perfect. It is on time. And so noticing, placing that intention in my mindfulness practice, placing that intention throughout the day and coming back to my breath and dropping into this moment and feeling as I settle into this truth that the pace at which I am moving, the pace at which life is moving is perfect. There's no need for it to go any faster. There's no need for it to go any slower. That would be hypothyroidism. (laughs) But if you're hyper, you're more on this rushing spectrum. So it has just been a very illuminating week for me in terms of coming back to this health journey and deciding to love on myself even harder (laughs) because that's also what it comes down to with the healing. It's like, okay, you have two options. If you come back, you know, if markers come back and they're out of balance, whatever, you can freak out, spiral into fear and berate yourself, berate your body, berate yourself for being imbalanced, for coming up for air and noticing that you've gone off course a little bit. You can berate yourself for that. That's not going to help though. <laughs> In what world does that help? In what world does yelling at yourself ever help? It's not going to, it's not. So that's one option. Or you can love yourself even harder because that's what's going to be the cure. That's what's going to be conducive to healing. It's going to be, baby, I know you're trying to heal. I know you're doing this to keep me safe. I know you're trying to maintain equanimity in a world that feels so chaotic, in a world where there are constant triggers and situations pulling you out of balance. I know you're doing your best. Let me love you harder. Let me hug you harder. Let me kiss you. Like legitimately, you can kiss yourself or, you know, just like a metaphorical kiss. (laughs) And, you know, sometimes when I'm looking in the mirror, if I have a blemish or a little pimple on my face in the past, especially because that was a symptom of a, a lot of my imbalances in the body in the past, I would be so mean to myself and berate and spiral and even pick, right? That's just a way of wanting to rush the healing process. And now when I get a pimple, I'm like, all right, well, the only option is to just love me harder. (laughs) And so I just look in the mirror and I'm like, I love you so much, you know, and I just go into a spiral of that. How can I love myself harder because there are these imbalances? It's a wake up call to come back to self, to love yourself harder. And so what this week has really given me, again, in kind of opening up these old questions, these old wounds around my health journey, it has really given me permission to take my power back yet again and choose to embody healing in every moment, choose to take these breakthroughs, take this interpretation of these physical symptoms and implement them into every thought, into every choice into every way that I interact in the world and the way that I dance with every scenario, every person, every thought in the world with this new intention, with this new alignment of these breakthroughs and eventually coming back into balance and trusting and knowing that I will because I choose to, because my body 
is designed to heal. My body is designed to thrive. I am designed to thrive and together we are meant to thrive hand in hand, heart in heart. We are meant to thrive me and my body together. And so I think also this gives us permission to kind of flip the order. A lot of Western medicine, a lot of Western societies, external to internal, you have a symptom, band-aid it. And then actually you you typically stop there (laughs) in Western medicine and Western culture. And so what I invite you to do is instead play with moving the opposite direction, play with how these physical symptoms, maybe communication for spirit. So play with healing spiritually, emotionally, and then watch as you physically heal. And like I said, disclaimer that also goes hand in hand with lifestyle changes. But if you have been on this journey for a while and you feel pretty confident in the way that you live your life and the way that you maintain your lifestyle, yes, I invite you to move from spirit to emotions, to mind, to body, as opposed to external to internal. Try moving internal to external. Just see what happens. Add it to your health regimen. Add it as just a thing to play with in your life into your practices. So I hope this was an interesting conversation. I hope it gives you permission to one, heal your body, yourself, two, become discerning, become curious about how we can start to look at what our body is communicating to us from a different lens and to know that it's possible, to know that it's happening, to know that it is happening in perfect time. Your healing, your expansion, your growth, what you're calling in, it's all happening in the perfect time. I sent out the complete itinerary for my retreat in Tulum, Mexico, September 30th to October 4th. I sent it out to my mailing list today. I linked it up on my Instagram. So it's in my link tree on both my Harmonia account and also my personal account, if you follow me on either of those. And I'm so excited about it. The retreat is called Sensual Self-Inquiry. And the whole point is to connect to self, to take a sacred pause for the sake of reigniting the flame within you. So this retreat is about creating space to marinate in that reverence for self, to come back to that connection between you and your body and to nourish the soil that supports your blossoming. We'll be doing yoga, meditating, dance, art, journaling, be in nature, We'll be honestly just creating a space to safely explore the depths of ourself and in turn, radically accept and fall in love with those depths, with every facet of who we are. And that makes me so excited because that is my mission. And I am so freaking excited to create a container to do exactly that and to remind all of us, including myself, that we are divine, we are powerful, and we are beautiful. So that is Tulum, (laughs) Tulum, September 30th, October 4th. Um, Again, all the details are posted on my Instagram and I will also link them in the show notes here. If you listen to this or stumbled upon this podcast and that has tickled your fancy or you want to learn more, I will post in the show notes. It's going to be a group of 10 plus me. So 11 total. There's only 10 spots. If it's something you're interested in, definitely reach out to me. I am going to be starting to get on calls about 15 minutes long each to help people learn more, to see if it's something that would be a good fit for you and where you are in your journey. And if so, I would love to have you there. 
I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you for listening. This one's a little bit longer too. Eesh. I just have so much to say in these freaking podcasts. Uh, (laughs) So thanks for listening. I can't wait to be back next week. Love you all. Bye-bye.